Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crack Ribs. My name is George Saunders. I'm your host. It's been a pleasure. It is a pleasure in uh, hosting these. I'm honored again still by the feedback, the the questions, the the texts, the emails, the uh, people who are uh, our TikTok is growing, our Facebook's likes are growing, and uh, I want you to uh, continue to support us. Share it with a, share it with a friend. I encourage you to invite others. Again, uh, I like to talk m- more so to men, but again, uh, a lot of things that I cover. I spill over into all parts of relationships, male, female, young, old alike. And uh, uh, so tonight I want to talk about what I believe is uh, one of, if not the biggest lie uh, that we've been taught to say and we've repeated. Many of you may be familiar with the, the thing, sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me. I believe is like one of the, the biggest lies, again, that we've ever said, heard, listened to, repeated. Um, I found in, in, again, my experience in dealing with uh, people, uh, male, female, uh, prisoners, uh, people on the street, family, friends, etc. personally, um, that we like to say that as a way of maybe brushing off uh, the attack, the words that we're hearing, the pain that it causes. However, I've discovered that those words stick with us. Um, They affect us. They shape us. They, they, uh, they last a long time. They words can cause, uh, tremendous amount of trauma, tremendous amount of pain. Uh, it affects the way people view themselves, see themselves. Uh, it affects their choices, their actions, uh, their interactions with other people. It affects the relationships that they subsequently get involved with. Uh, one thing that if I would say that literally makes my skin crawl is when I'm out in public and I hear adults talking to kids in very derogatory and unfortunately profane ways. I've heard young ladies, I've heard women say some some things to kids, names that they call them that I, I you shouldn't call anybody that, but especially someone who you're supposed to be raising. This is your child. This is the one that is trusting you to provide for them, to lead them, to guide them, to teach them in how to become an adult, how to interact with other people. And it, oh, I'll tell you, honestly, it just, I can't tell you, it just makes my my skin crawl, my skin itch. It makes the hair stand up on the back of, on the back of my neck. And we have got to stop. Um, The theory is that if I uh, call you enough derogatory names, if I call you dumb or stupid or lazy or whatever thing, whatever name I choose to label you at that time, 
a lot of people think the theory is that if you'll get tired of being called those derogatory things and it's going to cause you to do better criticism. And I'm going to tell you uh, from personal experience, criticism does not encourage you to do better. Uh, criticism is not normally going to reduce, produce a positive change, at least a long lasting positive change. Uh, I've, I've read, I looked at some studies, some articles where they said sometimes, okay, I'm getting tired of being called this. So I'll make the minimum effort necessary to maybe cause it to pause or cease. However, that does not uh, encourage anybody to excel, to, to really honestly make permanent changes. And again, those things that we speak, the things that we say to our kids, the things that we say uh, to other people um, can have enormous long-lasting damage that we may not even be aware of. Um, I was, I was again, I told you I was an a advocate for one for troubled teens. And I remember this one kid, and I may have told this story before, but we want to go back and visit again. Uh, he used to get in trouble every day and at school and at home. And uh, I said, here's what I need you to do. Tomorrow I want you to go to school, and I want you to get all good marks. When his, He had to get a daily progress report signed by each teacher. And E's were excellent and G's were good. And I said, I want you to get all E's and G's. And I said, when you get out of school or you get home, I want you to page me. So I'm kind of dating myself. And I remember my pager just blowing up, blowing up. And he's like, Mr. Saunders, uh, you know, I did it. I got all E's and G's. And I said, was it hard? He was like, no. I said, I need you to go to school tomorrow and do the same thing. And every day we had this routine where when he got out of school, he would page me and he was E's and G's, E's and G's. This kid never got in any, any more trouble. I think I may have said that he ended up getting selected for this very um, prestigious program where he ended up tra traveling to Nigeria. He sent me a letter about, you know, he went to uh, Mount Kilimanjaro, that I believe. And he just needed somebody to speak life. The Bible says that, you know, words we even speak life or death. Uh, how do uh, the same spring, the same spring produce salt water and, and fresh water? And we need to start speaking life, um, speaking life into our kids, speaking to life into the people we care about, speaking life into strangers. And sometimes we're so quick to label people and so people so quick to write people off. And we don't understand sometimes that somebody, some just someone may, may just need a hug. They may need somebody to say, I believe in you. Can you believe in someone even when they don't see it themselves? Uh, we have to, convince people, especially young people. And I think again, because of, um, 
the depth that we've been speaking to ourselves, we've been speaking into the lives and, and putting it in the atmosphere. Again, I personally believe that this is a direct result of some of the things we see every day on the news. You got younger and younger kids committing more violent and heinous crimes. I think because no one's there to say, I believe in you. No one's there to encourage people, you know, again, and more is caught than taught. I think I may have said that before. Sometimes we, we repeat what we saw. We repeat what we experienced, the good, the bad, and the indifferent. But, and we try to shake it off like, I really, I don't care. Does it matter? You know, when we say some of the things, that's a form of abuse. And we, you may not see uh, outward signs of, 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 of injury or scars or damage. But I think on the inside, the damage that we're causing, the damage that's being said. And again, I get the theories that you'll get tired of being shamed, being ridiculed, being chastised, the embarrassment, and it's going to want to cause you to do better. It doesn't work. I'm going to tell you from experience, personally and talking to to young kids uh when I was a youth minister uh talking to adults I still have adults now that can tell me certain things that their parents said to them when they were younger you know sometimes we you heard you know you're going to be just like so and so they weren't nothing never was going to be anything never will be anything and we tell other people this And we got to understand that that may have a lasting effect. And we may be, I think it's called a false, um, a a false fulfilling prophecy that sometimes we, we don't understand the person who has potential maybe needs a little motivation and a little push, but instead of challenging them in a positive way, I think, you know, uh, it would make a big difference. I, I see the hurt. I see the pain. I listen to people. Um, again, I had someone say that they grew up in a household where someone, they never, no one ever said that I love you. Okay. You did a great job providing food, keeping roof overhead, the clothes. But sometimes we need that. We want to hear. We need to hear. I, we can fill in the blank sometimes for ourselves, but we need other people. You want to hear, I love you. Um, they're saying that there's studies that when kids that grow up where there's this negative uh, environment, that it leads to the substance abuse. It leads to uh, higher divorce rates. It leads to higher suicide rates. It leads to higher incarceration rates. And we got to stop pretending like we don't care that it doesn't matter and it'll be all right. You know, just some affirmation, someone to say, I believe in you. Sometimes even when you're not displaying any signs of it, I'm going to tell a story and I'm I'm looking forward to having someone on that. We'll talk about that later. But can you still see value in someone even when you don't agree with them? Even even at that moment that they may not be personally displaying things of value or positive. Can you speak positivity to someone? Um, Now, 
I've had to learn how to learn. I've had to adjust where, you know what, I can take some of those negative comments that other people say, and I can get energy from them. I get just as much energy from my haters sometimes than I do those that who encourage me. But that's not true for everybody. And I'm not saying everybody who grows up in an environment where they've had horrible things they've done with the the mental, the psychological abuse that they suffer. Um, they have the scars, but they still turn out to be very successful in business and become doctors and lawyers and, and have healthy families. Uh, but more so than not, I believe that it has lasting long-term negative effects. So let's stop fooling ourselves. I encourage you right now that if you've ever repeated that, I encourage you to discontinue that because we all know that it's not true. However, when you grow up in an environment where there is positive reinforcement exponentially, and I, I can't quote someone else's work and I encourage you to look it up, but they were saying that negative, I mean, positive reinforcement over negative re, re, reinforcement. Sometimes the results are night and day. Uh, even someone who may be marginally as far as their, their, their intelligence or their skill level. But if you come to them and say, Hey, good job. Um, appreciate what you're doing, you know, keep up the good work. That encourages you to, to do more. We like hearing good job. And so when I hear good job, okay, you know what? I got to I want to do more of that. Uh, you know, when I be, Hey, you know, go do your best. Now, sometimes it's crazy that when, and when they, and when they, and when it does happen, you have to acknowledge it. So if you've been, you know, saying, Hey, you're dumb, you're stupid. And you're this, you know, you're lazy, you're shiftless. When you see that effort being made, when you see the change, you have to acknowledge it. We have to acknowledge it. So you can't say that if you got a child that's bringing home uh, failing grades and they change that F to a D, if that's the grading system, you know, you have to acknowledge that, okay, that's good. We're making improvement. Let's continue that and let's try to do better. But you can't, you know, shoot them down like a D. Any fool can get a D. That's not going to encourage them to go to school and bring that grade up. And again, the Bible talks about speaking life and death. And I think we're talking too much death and not enough life, especially in the people that we're too quick to write off. We're too quick to judge. We're too quick to, um, put them in a box. And again, again, I don't want to get into um, too much personal stuff, but again, growing up, I still can remember certain things that were said. Um, I, my, uh, my, my, uh, my parents believed in corporal punishment. Let me just say that not to abusive level, but they, they believe in corporal punishment. And uh, I got some, uh, some good corporal punishment. I got my fair share of it. I can't remember uh, the pain associated with some of those uh, corrective measures that they took. 
I can still remember some of the things that I had that were said. I, um, there's still healing going on. There's still, um, adjustments. And I had to, you know, sometimes I had to catch myself. Um, I found myself, my mom one time reminded me I was, I was doing something to my nephew as far as, you know, say I was saying something to him and I was teasing him and name calling him. And my mom said, you didn't like it when it was done to you. Why are you doing it? And it was like, wow, you're right. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But sometimes again, that we repeat what we see. So again, not that again, I want to add another uh, chapter verse or, or um, to the book of Lamentations. How do we, how do you move beyond that? How do I want to encourage you? So how do we bring about change? Uh, it starts with, um, if no one said it to you, then uh, you have to start speaking life to yourself. Um, so, here's, so here's the thing. If you were like me, one thing I couldn't wait to do when I was younger is I couldn't wait to grow up so people would stop telling me what to do. You know, I want people to stop telling me what, what to do. And I wanted you know, I wanted to, I wanted people, the name calling, the shaming, uh, the ridiculing that, um, sometimes that we experience, you want it to stop, but here's what happens. We tend to do the same thing that was done to us. We will do it to ourselves. So if you misplaced your keys and you go, Oh, that's so dumb. That's so stupid of me. Uh, here's a question. If it didn't work when they did it to you, why do you think it's going to work when we do it to ourselves? So, hey, I, I misplaced my keys. Okay, I got to find them. Uh, you know, stop calling yourself dumb. Stop talking to call yourself you're crazy. Um, you you know, if no one told you, you that they love you, then you look in the mirror and tell yourself, hey, you know what? I love me today. I love me. Do you have to start saying, you know what? I am... I'm more than a conqueror. I think it says in, in the word of God, you know, I'm beautiful. I got, you have to tell yourself I'm beautiful and wonderfully made that God doesn't make no junk. Maybe I don't have a shape or a body type like somebody else's, but that does not take away from my beauty. Maybe I don't, I, I'm not, I don't, I didn't get a, a 2000 or some great score on my SATs, but that does not make you stupid. And these are things that we have to change that it, we, if no one else is going to do it, at least stop doing it to ourselves, you know, stop t figuring out ways that, and how you're going to fail to start looking at ways that you can succeed. Uh, I was talking to my life coach and I said, uh, and I was talking to a friend of mine about this two things. Sometimes when we're presented with something Sometimes we see either obstacles or opportunities. And a lot of times what we see is based upon maybe what we've heard in the past. You know, if you people always tell you what you can't do, why you can't do it, why you shouldn't do it. Normally, whatever, whatever thing you see, whatever that initial gut reaction is, is normally going to shape every response from that point. If you see obstacles, you're going to illustrate, imagine, articulate every obstacle as to why something can't be. 
So I encourage somebody that if this this if this hits home with you, again, if you, uh, I'm sure you've heard it now. It affected uh, different people different ways, but I encourage you to start thinking positively. Again, you've heard me say before. I'm gonna probably say again. The way that we think affects the way that we feel, and the way that we feel affects the actions and behaviors that we take. And those actions and behavior produce results. And you normally can draw a line or bracket back from the result to the initial thought. So again, stop. I encourage anybody that if you're doing this to your kids, if you see somebody doing it, you have a loved one, a family member in a gentle, kind, polite way, encourage them because again, you can't tell grown people what to do. That's the one reason why we couldn't wait to grow up. And when we're grown, here's the thing. I get the opportunity to accept, reject all or none of what you say. However, uh, these trigger words will probably not get you the results you want. You got to need to have to must, uh, you have to use words like you may want to consider. I encourage you. Have you thought about such and such? So again, sticks and stones may break our bones and words definitely do hurt us. I look forward to talking to you the next time. Um, I thank you again for listening in. I encourage you to like us on Facebook, on TikTok, on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm going to be posting more. I've gotten a little slack with that. But again, I appreciate your feedback. You can email me at crackribs, that's cracked with a K, at gmail.com. Again, I got to give a shout out to my main man, Mr. Tyrell Colbert and Forever Frame Productions and their great effort in helping us to keep uh, this project going. And I look forward to hearing from you and talking to you again. And uh, hopefully next week I'm going to have... Um, an announcement to make. Uh, I got a special guest that I want to actually do a live show with. I don't even want to pre-record that. That's going to be a live show, and hopefully I'll have some more information about that soon. But in the meantime, you be blessed. Speak life and not death, and enjoy the rest.